In the beginning, most salespeople and entrepreneurs see a system as a constraint that's just very difficult on them, that it's a bunch of rules that tell them what they need to do. But when you take a look at systems and you take a look at the constraints, they can actually free you and make your process in your life easier. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a fantastic day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios. And we are on episode number 186. Why you must have a system. Or, like, you could rename this. You could give it a second name. You have to use some sort of framework. <laughs> uh, you listen to enough successful people. And uh, when, when they explain what they're doing, they're either going to outright come out and say... It's all about their systems and processes, or you have to read between the lines. And I like watching interviews with people who are highly successful. Maybe they're a fractional billionaire. You know, they're worth a couple hundred million dollars. Maybe they are a billionaire or they're a deca billionaire and they got tens of billions of dollars. But it's interesting to, to listen to how they view things and how they have a perspective because somebody who makes $60,000 a year is going to have a different perspective than somebody who makes $600,000 a year who may have a slightly different perspective than somebody who's making $6 million a year is going to have a different perspective than somebody who's making $60 million a year. And it's going to be about the systems and the constraints. And so, you know, I look at the rep repetitious framework. What is it that they do differently? What kind of, what kind of system do they have in place? And I'll, I'll have a whole list of different types of systems for you, both, both personal and business. But Start thinking about rules and laws, rules and laws. And sometimes people really struggle with that. Sometimes people don't want to have rules and laws. Sometimes people want to break rules and laws. And there's times where they're good and there's times where it it it, it hurts. And then there's like a hybrid in between. So I'm going to give you an example. A management system is a system. And it's, it's a series of constraints. It's a series of Here's what can be done. Here's what can be what you can't do. Here's what to expect. Here's what to look for. And when you look at a management system, it's about looking at the numbers. So uh, I worked with this this manager at one point in my life that I really didn't care for. But what he was really good at was was looking at Excel spreadsheets and looking at numbers. He was masterful at that. Was not a very good people person, but he was masterful at looking at at the numbers and saying, here's how we drive the sales process. Here's how everything works. And so, you know, looking at relationships and how you categorize information as a system, because I could, I could say, Hey, the guy that I'm talking about was a big jerk. Uh, cause he was, but I, I learned something from him. I learned something important. So you don't have to like somebody to learn a system from them. That's a huge mistake. Like, um, Sometimes I look at people that I don't like and I question why, and I wonder if it's because I'm too similar to them. In this case, this guy was a big jerk. And so uh, you have to take a look 
at how a, a system holds everything together. Now, there is a point where you have too many rules. There is a point where it's not helpful. But systems in place are meant to help you, guide you, walk you through processes, and, and get to a point of where you need to be. And just for anything that's out there, if you just Google the word systems, you get like a billion results. <laughs> you get a lot of results because there's so many different systems out there. You got to choose the right one. And sometimes those systems are not going to be the comfortable one for you. Sometimes those ones are going to be the ones that are difficult. Uh, that's why you, you, you have to get the right coaching and the right training. That's why you got to ask the right questions. And it could be time consuming. But the thing is, is most people get st- stuck in like, I got to find the perfect one for right now. Well, that's, that's fine. Get the one that you, you need. And then you're going to probably end up modifying over time. Because here's the thing, if you don't have a system in place, you have one by default. And I want you to really think about that because if, if you don't have a system, you really do have a system. You just, you have chaos. And like when I work with salespeople who are struggling, this is a common thread that it's, they don't have a system, so they, they're stuck with chaos. And if by chance the, the chaos hasn't overcome the person or the company, then the numbers are sporadic. Then the success rate is, is sporadic. And so I, I think about this a lot. You know, what system could I put in place to make sure that whatever I'm doing is successful to an extent that it's quick, it's easy to set up, and it's easy to duplicate? Because the more complicated something is, the harder it is to make work. So I'll give you an example. Um, a commission structure, a commission structure is a system. And I know of companies that they they make their, their commission structure so difficult to follow that the salespeople don't realize that they're actually losing money. They think that they're making money. They think that they're killing it. But there's a, there's a couple of points and there's a couple of percentages that are going towards the company. You know, that's a, that's an example of a bad, a bad system. It's good for the owners. It's bad for the salespeople. But in the long run, it's not really good for the owners because as soon as uh, the salespeople find out, they're not going to be happy and they're going to move on. Systems are all about steps and actions. You know, you can look for where you do well and look for where you struggle. And I know that when I have a series of base routines, especially in the morning, I do better during the day. If I just wake up whenever... I, I tend to struggle because like I don't have that guided system in the morning. So I'll, I'll tell you, this morning I woke up, it was 5.30, and today is a weekend. And my brain went, you know what, today's a weekend, I don't, I don't really have to get up. And then my system kicked in and said, gosh, dang it, get up, Scott. You got podcasts to record, you got laundry to do today, you got things around the house that got to get done. And I went, all right, I'm, I'm going to get up and get out of bed. I mean, I, for a moment, I was like, mm, I could sleep in a little bit. And today's the one day that I don't work out. And I was like, it feels good to not go to the gym. But I almost went anyway. I almost went anyway because it was like, this is part of the system. And this is the magic word that's about to pop up is consistency. Consistency. Because like what happens is if you don't have consistency with your system, it's not going to work. It's going to fail. It's just going to, it's going to fall apart. And if you don't take the time to invest and say, this is the direction that I'm going to go. And these are the things that I'm going to do. Cause in the beginning, it's going to be hard setting up a system to, to be successful in the beginning. It's hard. And then it becomes a competition because like how many days in a row can you go and do this system? 
So like when I was putting up uh, YouTube videos every single day, um, in the beginning, my brain was like, I don't have to do this. I don't want to do this. And then afterwards it was like, I got to keep the streak going. I got to keep, I got to keep, uh, I got to keep this game against myself going in the process that I needed to go. And then it just became automatic. So people would say, man, you know, Scott, I can't believe you put up so many YouTube videos. And part of it was like, look, I knew that that was my base routine. It was the one thing that, that kept me in my process. I had a YouTube video up at least by 630 in the morning. That was my drop, my drop dead time. It had to be up by 630 in the morning. And there was times where I would stay up late doing the video in the studio or because I had recorded a bunch of videos in batches, I would edit the video. Now, today, today, editing is so much faster than it was, let's say, eight years ago, than it was seven years ago, than it was six years ago. The speed of, of processing has, has gotten so much faster for compressing video. And, you know, there was times in the very beginning when I started putting up YouTube videos in 2014, it started around the Ice Bucket Challenge. When I started putting up those videos, it was like for every one minute of video, there was like four or five minutes of work that went to editing and then, you know, uploading that video. And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this with you is that like to get this process down can be time consuming. And then it became automatic. So there, there's a, there's a bell curve that you run through. I like, I like to look at bell curves for the reason that they're easy to explain to a lot of people, not just because it's my last name. But because it's it's easy to explain a bell curve, like there's there's a point where you're up against trying to get stuff done and you're you're building momentum, and then you get to the top. Well, most people slip off and then they slide down the backside of the bell curve, and then they got to start the process all over again. So in the beginning, it's going to be hard. So you could you could watch and model what other people are doing. You can look at closers and what their sales systems are, and it's funny because. I'll go work with salespeople and they'll they'll go ride with a closer. So let's say salesperson goes and rides with Bob, Bob the closer. And they tell me like, hey, I rode with Bob and it just felt like he was talking to people. And I have to point out that's his system. You know, he's done it long enough. Bob has done this long enough to realize that sales is conversational. It's not a sales call. It's a performance. And because of the interactions that he has to you, it just feels like he's talking. You don't see the framework. You don't see the the shift between presentation to uh, conversation styles. It's because it's automatics because that system has been in place and it's been worked for a long time. And most people say they want the freedom of a random presentation, and then they complain to get the they complain about the results that they get. You can't have a random presentation and have consistent numbers because at that point you don't have a system. So like really think about this and this might sound like circular logic to you that if you don't have a system, you can't close deals. And if you can't close deals, it's because you don't have a system because it's true for about 99.9% of the population. Now I will tell you that I have met some salespeople that can fly by the seat of their pants and they can close deals consistently, but that's not the norm. That's an outlier. That's something that's way out there that like you can't you can't make that the dream that you want to achieve. I, I mean, I can't tell you that absolutely, but like with 99.9% certainty, I could say that's not going to work for most salespeople. It's just not. And the person who can just go in there and do a sales process without a system is naturally talented. They, they for better terms, this will help you out. They're a freak of nature. 
They're, they are. They're a freak of nature. And uh, when I say freak of nature, it means a, a, a random occurrence that doesn't happen very often. And I don't mean it bad. I don't mean it negative. It's just that this isn't, most salespeople need some sort of system to work within, some sort of constraints, some sort of rules. And in the beginning, let's just put it this way. You have to learn how to use scripts, word tracks, and stories until they become second nature. I gave, I gave the example of Bob the Closer. Bob the Closer has given his presentation so many times that it's second nature. It just, it feels natural. And this, this totally confuses the living heck out of salespeople. It really does. New salesperson goes and rides with a closer and they're like, it didn't feel like there was a presentation being given. I promise you, there was a presentation being given. It was just masterful at the point that you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, suss out, you couldn't ferret out, you couldn't figure out where that person was building rapport, where that person was presenting. You know, watch closers in any industry, any industry. And the way that they talk with people is amazing. It's just because they've got so many so many attempts at bat, so many times of going to the plate, so many times of talking to people that it's, 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 it's normal to them at that point because their system allows them to do it. If you want max results, you have to have a system. Look, I'm going to give you some random examples from different industries for this reason. Because you're like, oh, Scott, you know, this, it's not true in this industry. I'm going to say you're wrong. I'm going to give you examples of where it's true. Look at race car drivers. They got to have a system for max results. And you're like, Scott, no, they don't. Ooh, yeah, they do. You want to talk about somebody, somebody who's got teamwork and a system in place is the pit crews. Pit crews got to have a system. The engine builders got to have a system. I want to give you more random examples. You do your taxes. You have to have a system for maximum results. Otherwise, you pay extra taxes. You know, a, a good accountant, a good uh, tax lawyer, a good tax firm is going to say, hey, here's the system that we use to ensure that you don't pay too much in taxes. You get to keep as much of your money as you can. You you do a diet. You have to have a system for max results. You do working out. You got to have a system for max results. You uh, date somebody. You got to have a system for max results. And you're like, Scott, how do no, no, come on, really? Even for dating? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, it's going to be long-term. There has to be some sort of system in place. There has to be the attention, the affection stage. There has to be the conversation. There's got to be some sort of a system. You're working on an operating system just like I am. And here's the thing. Uh, you have to figure out your system that works for you. And so some of this is going to come down to trial and error. Some of it's going to come down to work. Some of it's going to come down to getting a mentor, a coach, somebody to train you. Uh, and if you already have one that's working... Stick with it, but look how to maximize it. Look how to make it better. You know, what are the steps that you could take to be better at what you do? Not necessarily that, you know, you have to tear this thing apart and rebuild it. You know, look for one area that you could be better at and go fix that small area. And then go to another one and then go to another one. You could pay someone to build one for you. Um, you know, people pay me to teach my system for training salespeople. Because it's a process that works. Uh, you can try to come up with one on your own. It's it's time consuming. It's costly. You know, you're thinking you're going to save some money, but in the long run, what ends up happening is the money that you save, you could have had better momentum. And so here are the challenges. Here are the human challenges. These are the challenges that you have and that I have. You have these, I have these. We fight for autonomy. We want to be our own person. We want to be ourselves. 
And what's interesting, I, I talked to Dr. Caslow, Dr. Fern Caslow, and her, I mean, her and I talk a lot. And I was talking to her just before I recorded this episode. And we were talking about autonomy. And that here's the thing, entrepreneurs, uh, top performers and salespeople want to feel unique. We want to be unique until we get into trouble. And then we want to know that we're in trouble like everybody else. Is this normal? Like we fight the system, we fight the rules. We fight against doing the things that we're, we, we, we know that are going to work or have the possibility of working. And then when things fail, we look around and we're like, am I normal? <laughs> and I, I thought this was a humorous example because in the beginning or in, in, as, as you think through this, as you take a look at it, we don't want to follow the rules, but the constraints of wanting us for us to feel normal and that we're not weird and unusual make us go, am I, am I like everybody else? Is there a system for this? And she, Dr. K told me, this is the system. This is normal. This happens in every industry that she looks in. We don't like the constraints of being told what to do. Like if you, if you can understand this in sales, this will help you close a lot of deals. I know we're talking about systems, but the second that you tell somebody what to do uh, without them asking, and even to an extent with them asking, they tell you no. I don't know if you have kids. I don't, but I've got nieces and nephews, and I've seen this enough of times in my life where a parent has said, go to bed, and the kid goes, no. That trait sticks with people throughout their entire life. Their entire life. They could be two years old. Go to bed. No. You know, there's that little two-year-old in all of us that says, I'm going to fight the system. I'm going to stay up. I'm going to eat ice cream for breakfast. I'm going to eat cereal for dinner. And so realize sometimes when you tell people what they need to do, you're taking away their autonomy. Now, if somebody says, hey, sales guy, sales girl, what's the best solution here? That's a little bit of a different story. But when you're like, you have to do this. Well, somebody tells me I have to do something. My brain knows, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. You're messing with my system. Hey, buddy, you're messing with my system. We're not going to do it. We get bored. One of the biggest challenges salespeople face once they get a system down is they get bored with it. Like, eh, I've said this a million times. I need to change it up and start mumbling. They really do. And this is the point where you're a danger zone. If you've got a good system and it's working and it's doing things that it needs to do and you're getting success from it, the biggest danger that you face is changing that system up and making major, major changes to it because you're going to go into shock. You're like, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know the direction that I'm going to take with it. Then last on this list, well, the challenge is if without practice, we, we get off track, including me. I am not impervious to this. If I don't practice, then I struggle with closing deals. Not like I don't, like, hey, I can't ask for the business, not that I can't make things happen. When I say struggle, I miss stuff that I shouldn't have. You know, I, I look at professional sports players, people who are at the prime of their game, they still practice. They still go out there. It doesn't matter the sport. They got somebody coaching them saying, hey, look, we're going to get a little bit better out of you every time. We're going to get a little bit more out of you. And there's a point where with sports people, that professional athletes, that they decline, their their abilities decline over time, and they end up retiring. It's because they can't work within the system anymore. So I, I made an example of a couple of systems that you can use for your own personal life. And let's start with it. The time that you get up. You know, I have an entire morning routine and my morning routine typically has me up around 435. Uh, I like to get up earlier, 430 most of the time. 
430, uh, I start by listening to motivational material. Um, it's like the first thing that I do. Some people look at their emails. Some people look at their text messages. I go straight to YouTube or recordings on my phone. Motivation. Then, you know, I, I work out, shower, get clothed, and then start working on my, my day. Drink a, drink a bunch of water. I mean, there's, there's a whole routine that I have. I got a whole episode on it. Um, how you work out is a system in itself. How you get your exercise, the, the repetitions that you put in, the things that you do. The food that you eat is a system. How, how you consume calories is a system. The time that you eat. So I'm on a carnivore diet. I mean, for the most part, I eat beef, chicken, pork. Beef, chicken, pork. <laughs> if I can eat beef and, and mix some bacon onto it, it's even better. How much sleep you get. Uh, you know, I didn't understand this early on, that having a normal routine for sleep and having a good ability of a good amount of sleep really helped with clarity. And... Uh, I'm allergic to fermented food, so I don't drink alcohol because I can't. And so like I did an interview with with a professional one time, and he said, Scott, you've got a lot of clarity. So either A, you get plenty of rest and plenty of sleep, or you don't drink alcohol. And I said, how about both of them? And he said, the reason I bring that up is the, the, your ability to recall information is absolutely insane. It's almost like a computer. And please understand, I'm not bragging. I'm, I just want to give you this example that the training that you do, the sleep that you get, the processes that you put in place really do matter. And how you get there really, it really does help you out. It's within the constraints of a system. And, you know, uh, you can, you can, I'm going to use it a band name. You can rage against the machine as much as you want and say, I don't want a system and I don't want to go down that path and I don't want to go down that process. But at the end of the day, you need some sort of rules and some sort of guidance. Like if you, I'm going to give you another random example. You drive down the freeway. I live in California. We have freeways. We don't have turnpikes. We don't have uh, uh, places where you pay tolls for the most part, unless you're going over a bridge or you're in the Bay Area or L.A. Uh, but even a, a roadway is a system. It's a, it's a rule of guidance. It's a direction for you to go. So you got off ramps. You got on ramps. You got main streets. You got, you got side streets. It's a system. So for you, the question to, to wrap this up with today is, what system do you have in place? What system do you not have in place? What do you think is going to help you? If you don't have any systems in place, which ones do you think are going to help you out the most? Probably your, your, your guiding, your guiding uh, setup would be you know, to get a morning routine in place, and then a mid-morning routine, and then an afternoon, and then an evening, and then however much sleep you're going to get. So I, I have this belief that whatever I think about before I go to bed is what I dream about. So I watch a bunch of motivational stuff before I go to bed and I read my goals. That's a system. You know, uh, hands down, everything that you do to make your life easier is going to come down to rules and constraints. Hey, how people get a hold of me and hire me sometimes, comes to, depending upon the funnel, is a system. Like there's things that I, I will do and there's things that I won't do. You know, people say, hey, I want free consulting. I don't, I don't do that. I've got almost 200 episodes of the How to Sell show up. I've got 2,600 YouTube videos. There's plenty of free stuff online. I don't do free consulting, right? Go, go look at the, the content that I put out. That, that's a system that's meant to protect my time. That's a system that's meant to help me get paid for everything that I've done and everything that I've learned. 
and I, I'm, I'm going overboard with examples because I want to make sure that you understand that the system that you have in place is the thing that's going to save you. It just doesn't feel like that because it feels like a bunch of rules. But like everything that's successful has some sort of rule or some sort of order. You just, instead of thinking like, I can't do it without this. I wish I would have found out this about this way earlier in my sales career. You know, I, I wish I would have paid for mentoring earlier on in my sales career instead of looking at it as a detriment. You know, like hey, I got to pay somebody money to learn something versus if I pay this person money, it's going to be faster for me to get this process down, the system down that I won't have to fight the, the learning process internally and on my own. That's the system. So find a good system, find, find a good person to work with, find a good coach, find a good mentor, figure out how you're going to do your training, figure out how you're going to get your, your reps in, figure out what you're going to do in the morning and how you're going to get started. But to fly by the seat of your pants doesn't work 99.99% of the time. That's good for somebody who's a freak of nature, as I mentioned earlier. So your challenge today, make some notes, write down what your system is, write down what you feel like your system is, and then try to explain it to somebody. Because here's the thing, if you can't explain it to somebody, you don't have a system. You have one by default, but you don't have framework that's going to be helpful to you. But just like take some time. What 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 do you do that gives you your constraints? What do you do that puts you in the process of making sure that things are going right? You know, I, I look that when I struggle, I have a whole process built out for when I'm struggling because there's times in my life that I struggle too. I am not a perfect person. I screw up. I make mistakes. I miss deals that I should have closed. But like when I do, I have a system. I have a go-to checklist. It could be as simple as a checklist. You know, what, what's your system for greeting somebody? What's your system for taking somebody through the sales process? What's your system for closing the deal? I had a deal that I was working on the other day, and I'm like, okay, I have a whole list of different systems that I could use. I got a whole list of different closing process that I can use. I got to pick the one that I think is going to be best. And the best one's going to be, we can get you started really easy. I just need a credit card. That was the system that I used. And I got the credit card. So make some checklists. Go through figure out what's going to work best for you and explain it to somebody. And if they don't understand, refine it and then come back and explain it to them again. And sometimes their questions are really going to help you. Like, wait, I don't understand what you're saying. Are you saying this or are you saying that? Are you telling me this? Help me understand because I'm kind of lost. And if they're lost and confused, there's a chance that you're going to be lost and confused. So make out your couple of your systems. What are you going to do in the morning? What's a, what's a general uh, outline of your sales process look like? And what's your, what's your end of the night system? Like I'm giving you three easy ones to figure out. Map out what you do in the morning, map out your sales process, map out what you do before you go to bed and work within the constraints of those systems to make them better. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.